Hello, hockey fans. Welcome to episode 36 of Hungry for Hockey Talk podcast. We are back with you today on uh, November 5th, 2019. As always, my name is Grant Chung. I am your host, and uh, I'm joined by my co-host, the wonderful, beautiful, and amazing Johnny B. Jonathan Boron. Hi, buddy. How are you doing, Johnny? I'm doing great. It's just about quitting time. Quit in time. Oh, Ugh. I am not doing great. God. Damn it. Boston just scored. <laughs> yeah. Fast track. Ties it up. 1-1. One, one. Montreal, Boston. We're in for a tough one. Lame sauce, man. Let's start right there. Boston Bruins. Holy yeah. cow. Can you, can you believe how wild they've been? What's the record? Nine. Oh, no. Nine, one, and one. 11 and one. Isn't it? 11 and one. Oh shit! Is it? Yeah, is it eleven and one. I think they're eleven one and two. Eleven, 11 one, one and two. Eleven one and two. As of November fifth, twenty nineteen. This year's Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah, just running yeah. away with it. Yeah, then they'll get swept in the first round <laughs> of the playoffs. No man, this well, is the good crazy. news. The good news is that uh, Toronto won't have to play them in the first round. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and why is that, Johnny? Uh, because well, I mean, unless they get a wild card, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, but yeah, this that top line is not slowing down. It seems like every year I'm like, ah, I'm not going to draft Patrice Bergeron because this is going to be the year. This is going to be the year he falls off. But nope. Yeah. And Marchand is like that guy that you like think about in the like uh, with your first pick, but you like you're just not there yet. I don't know why. Yeah, or I am anyway. Yeah, yeah. You think there's way better picks out there, but there really isn't. He's like he's showing why he's one of the best in the league. He's the full package. This guy, everything, honestly. Yeah, and he gets better every single year. Yeah. That's the thing. This guy's in his 30s, and he's still getting better. Early 30s. He just turned, I think, um, not too long ago. Or maybe he's 31. But, yeah, like most people, prime in their career in 26, 28. Or I guess now, with the young players, it's like <laughs> 21. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, man, this, this, this Boston team is looking real strong. And it's, it's not even like... I don't know. It, it, they might come back down to earth because it really is just the top three lines that are scoring. But that's the thing. Right. They have, it's not just their top line. It's all of their, like oh, they yeah. have production from, from their secondary scorers, right? Sorry. I meant, I meant that it was, it's just those top three guys that are, that are really scoring goals. Oh, I um, mean, well, where are, where, I mean, DeBrusque has had a few in the last couple of games that I've watched. Yeah. But you're, I yeah. mean, you're right. Like, what, what are their, what are, what's Marchand's stats? What's Pasternak's stats? Oh, God. Pasternak's 14 goals, 15 assists. Marchand's <laughs> got 10 and 18. I mean, let's go. First and second in the league. Yeah. Thomas. Also, ta-ta. Ta-ta. <laughs> <laughs> 2-1 Montreal over Boston. In case you guys didn't Woo. know, uh, Grant and I are recording during the Montreal-Boston game. Yeah. And we're watching Such it. Such is life. Um, life. but yeah, they're, they're top two in the scoring race right now. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, Pasternak already has 30 points with that goal that he's just scored. That power play goal. <laughs> he's got 30 points. Wow. How many games have we played? 11, one and two. This is his 15th game. He's got, he's like averaging two points per game. That's not, that's just wild. 164 points. Piss. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And and you know Charlie McAvoy has taken a huge step backwards too. Right? He's only got 3 assists so far this year. Um and I mean like yeah, you you look outside of even Marchand and Pasternak. Um Patrice Bergeron is 7 and 8, 7 goals, 8 assists. Tori Krug is 2 and 9. Like you see all these numbers. Danton Heinen's 3 and 3. It's it's really just those two guys that are doing all the damage. 
So as long as they can keep going, this team seems unstoppable, but well, I don't know. Isn't that your strategy now as, as a, someone playing against them is shut down the, that top line, shut down those two guys? Mm-hmm. But with their record, hey! Hey! Polly B! Finally. Gets his first of the year. Polly Byron, Pots of Beauty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's my alliteration for the day. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I guess that's what we're seeing now, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, you're right. Their secondary scoring isn't isn't really there. Yeah. Mac- but, I mean, 11-1-2 record, you can't deny that. Right? Nope. That's, that's really... That's really... I don't know. Like, it's just baffling just like shout out to the new york islanders too who have won nine straight <laughs> i remember i remember last week thinking oh they're at they're on a like, winning streak and like noting it in my mind the fact that yeah. they still haven't lost yet yeah 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 it's crazy it's it's just like it i feel like everybody i mean thomas grice is is just the best 1a goalie that you can have out there right because it's just like every it doesn't matter who he seems to be paired up with it's kind of like thomas grice and then insert goalie name here like 1a 1b the second goaltender always seems to have a really resurgent career um career year because that last year was leonard and he's continued that in chicago he's his his record isn't the greatest but uh, his peripheral stats, I think he's got like a 934 save percentage, um, 275 goals against average. Uh, that's pretty good over there. And um, yeah, Varlamov, who would have thought Varlamov would be playing so well? Right? I'm, I'm sure splitting high. the games, <laughs> splitting the games with, uh, with Grice has been particularly nice on his, uh, on his groin because uh, that guy's got, <laughs> you know. It's wild how that's working out that like having a goalie tandem is working out for so many teams. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it really is the future of the league at, at this point, I think. Um, Cause you really can't have, you know, a guy play 60 games and then he's just gassed before mm-hmm. the playoffs. You know, you just, you need to be able to keep your goalie rested and stuff. So yeah, these teams, it's, it's been kind of crazy like how good teams have been this year and how bad teams have been this year. <laughs> <laughs> who, uh, who might you be referring to there, Grant? Um, I don't know, maybe a team that's uh, lost. Oh, my God. How, how, how many have they lost in a row now? Five? Six? The San Jose Sharks. Let's uh, let's show our San Jose Sharks brethren some love here. <laughs> They're having a tough go. What's going on, man? I goaltending. Yeah, that's goaltending a, is that's a big one. Yeah, it's it's been killing them, uh, and they can't score. I don't know. It's it's just been it's been crazy. And I mean, I know we don't like plus minus as a as a stat. No. But within context, you got Eric Carlson on that mm-hmm. big money contract, minus thirteen. Ooh. And I have like I he doesn't look like he knows what he's doing out there. Yeah, he's he off. Confused. Man. He's awful. He's off. Yeah, he's off. I don't know what it is. I think he's probably he might be playing with a lingering groin injury. You know, I am there have been a few goals where he's just been, he's just looked silly. Like he just doesn't look like, yeah, like you said, he just doesn't look like he knows what he's doing. He's just kind of out there. His stick is in the right position. His body position isn't uh, proper. Or he gives it away. Yeah. <laughs> and, he's, and, he, and then he just can't get. Yeah. Yeah, you you're not saying you're not seeing the smooth skating Eric Carlson of two two years ago. The uh, you know the Norris the Norris winning team leading like when he was in Ottawa he he would pick like he was their whole 
he was their whole team. He, he was their offense. He was their defense. Yeah. He was their guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is. Um, I think they, I think they still refuse to play him and Burnsy together. Right. Um, yeah, I don't think, I don't think they would because like two pretty offensive guys and not very defensive guys. Yeah. Yeah. They have them both split up. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I guess the only difference right now is that Carlson isn't playing on the top pairing, but he must be getting the same amount of minutes. Right? Maybe. I don't have minutes in front of me. Like, he's, he's, he's in the position to succeed. Yep. Like, there's, 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 no, there's no reason that... Like, he's playing 25 minutes a night. Yep. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. So, like, he's in every position to, to succeed, but he just... Well, maybe that's why they're losing, because he's playing 25 minutes a night. <laughs> but he was able to... Oh, yeah, maybe. maybe. <laughs> I'm making a joke about his poor play. <laughs> yeah well yeah okay that's fair <laughs> but like yeah it's i don't know it's um man i've been saying i don't know a lot today i mean bernsey's a minus 11 as well <laughs> and you see his stat sheet he's getting points but he's like you know minus one every game minus two it's just here's a question for you where's timo meyer yeah. No idea. Fourth line. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's playing like. Hey, man, I'll trade you. Uh, Clayton Keller? I mean, <laughs> in terms of production, <laughs> I think that's a fair trade at this point. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Like, this is... He's playing with Tomas Hurdle. Actually, he got kicked off that top line with uh, with Logan Couture and Kevin LeBanc. Uh, you know, they played pretty well when Patrick Marlowe signed that contract to come back, and I feel like ever since then... The first, the first game, Marlowe was back? Yeah. And they had like a little mini three-game streak there. And since then, they've just fallen apart. And these scores are bad. Right? Like, dating back to October... 25th when uh this streak started 4-1 against the Toronto Maple Leafs 5-2 against the Senators 5-1 against Boston 3-2 Winnipeg and 5-2 Vancouver like they're playing the Hawks tonight I'm hoping this slide keeps going I'm sorry um (laughs) you know I gotta I gotta I gotta cheer for my for my Chicago Blackhawks uh, if you want to listen to my post-game reactions, by the way, at Hawks Talk Pod, Hockey Podcast Network. Let's go. Uh, but I don't know. Like this this team, the only main subtraction from this team was Joe Pavelski. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't, he's been making more of an impact lately, but he hasn't made much of an impact in Dallas. But that could just be him still trying to figure out right like where he fits in Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. And all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I'm I'm baffled by by how badly the Sharks are playing. And it really is I I Martin Jones just can't seem to get it right. Yeah, I mean that that was his problem last year, right? Yeah. It's like been his problem the last few good. years. The goaltending was not the, not the reason they made it to the playoffs last year. No. He, no, he did kind of get it together in yeah, a little bit in the playoffs enough to be yeah, hopeful but, about the new season. Yeah. But like, even, even that was, it was like his save percentage was like nine Oh five. Yeah. Too little, too little, too late. <laughs> <laughs> well, he had, he had the goal support to, to win. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So man, you know, that's just the way she goes, I guess. <laughs> speaking keep of, in there. Uh, speaking keep of in there, Sharks fans. Yeah, it, I'm sure it'll come around. It's, it's got it. This team is too talented to not figure it out. 
you know? What do you think their playoff chances are? Or too early to tell? Too early to tell, yeah. I mean, it's it's the same... Almost the same argument with uh, with the Calgary Flames too, right? Like, they're a really talented team and they just haven't been able to get it together. Um, so, but yeah, man, San Jose, they're last in the division. Nope, they're last in the conference. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be hard to pull themselves out of this one. Yeah, that's the, the, they're behind Minnesota. Guys, you know what this reminds me of, though? Hmm. Wasn't there a team last year that was also last in the conference? Yeah. Um, about halfway through the season. Yeah. And then they, I don't know. And we were, and we were wondering why. Because on paper, the team made sense. Yep. <laughs> they were going to trade uh, their captain. They still, might trade their captain. <laughs> huh? they, they still might trade their captain. <laughs> um, see, the thing, the thing with that is, though, San Jose's got two Jake Allens. So <laughs> <laughs> they, got, they got no help coming, right? Because Jordan Bennington was the reason why St. Louis made it yeah. from that spot last year, from last in the conference. Um, he stepped in and really just carried this team on his back and he's been good this year. Like people have been doubting him and he's, you know, he's shown, uh, he's shown that he's the real deal, but, uh, yeah, San Jose, I don't know if there's no help coming. These, these guys, if they're going to make the playoffs, they need to score more than like, I I'm, I'm feeling like their wins are going to have to be like five, six, <laughs> seven eight games you know uh so yeah i it's i think the best they can hope for uh, i don't know it's it's too early it's too early to tell because you know the ducks are up there now and the ducks have no offense it's it's almost the opposite actually with the ducks they have no offense but great goaltending so how how far is that going to carry them right They've got a nine six and one record right now, um, and then well, don't look now. Arizona is third in the Pacific Division, bro, because they're healthy this year, bro. And Clayton Keller isn't scoring. <laughs> Neither is Bill uh, Kessel isn't scoring. What's Kessel at right now? Uh, well, actually, he's 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 uh, he's changed it up a little bit. I think is it um, is he at two goals or three goals? I think he's at three. Three, so he scored in his last game. Yeah, I think he had but, a two-point night the other day. But those two other goals were in one game, so like they they're yeah, not getting yeah. offense from them. From no, him. yeah, and it's been extremely frustrating as a Clayton Keller owner because I got, I drafted Keller because I thought he'd be playing with Phil Kessel, and now he's playing on the third line. So <laughs> yeah, man, we we got him in that uh, fantasy hockey league too. <clears throat> with yeah. the other podcast fan tracks yeah, yeah. it's a fantasy hockey trades and he's the guy i usually sit him when i when i have to make a decision about who to play yeah yeah well yeah i mean he's hasn't shown anything he doesn't get very many peripheral stats either nope so i'd rather play lucic yeah we might have to <laughs> might have to drop him um but uh speaking of lucic should we move on there yeah that's uh that's a great segue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh our boy uh has been in the news um for and I'm a little perturbed by this, but the the headline was that Lucic uh sucker punched um and was suspended for two games. Mm-hmm. Um what are your thoughts? As a uh, well, as a Calgary as a Calgary Flames fan, what are yeah. you <laughs> I mean, when you sent me that video of, uh, of Tim and Sid, yeah, Sportsnet, Sportsnet, I think, yeah, I think, I think you, I think they, they nailed it on the head, right? I don't think we can really say anything that they haven't said, but, um, yeah, I just completely agree with, with what 
Tim and Sid were saying on Sportsnet. Just, you know, like, that's not a sucker punch. No. Cole, Cole Sherwood saw that coming. Right. And, and you should know. Punched him right in the face. Right square in the face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna like he didn't it. come up from behind him. No. Nope. Behind the net. Like he didn't go around the net and, and get him from behind and, and start beating him to, to death. Right. Like it, it's, it's kind of ridiculous because they've let things go. And I think just because of Lucic's reputation, he got that, that, uh, that suspension because yeah. i mean like this is this is crazy if because... it was a smaller less physical guy that did that mm-hmm. like i wonder if you even got uh, a penalty for it yeah yeah exactly like like he... the other day the other day um domi gets uh boarded he gets back up like drops his glove one punches the guy and he doesn't even get a penalty mm-hmm. yeah yeah, Lucic comes in, punches the guy square in the face for digging at his goaltender, you know, with like literally slashing and spearing at gold at David Reddick after the whistle had gone. And I mean, I never played hockey, but I know that you don't you don't mess with the goal, you don't fuck with the goaltender, right? If you if you if you put your stick on the goaltender, you're expecting to be pushed around. Yep. Right? And throughout the whole game, you know, Sherwood was throwing his body around the entire game, right? He was taking runs at, uh, at the Flames star players. He had a uh, almost boarding hit on, uh, on Oliver Chillington. So, you know, like he, he must have known that, like this kid was only playing in a second NHL game. But at every level of hockey... There are unwritten rules, and if you're, you know, like you, you should know these rules, yeah. right? I, I don't understand why this is. I don't understand why people think this is dirty, right? Because arguably, what he was doing, slashing the goaltender after the whistle was blown, was even dirtier. And like, folks, Lucic has been suspended for two games. And that costs him $64,516, according to Sportsnet's Eric Francis. That is a lot of money. I don't even have $64,500. I don't even have $50,000 in the bank. $64,000. I don't make that that in one year. No. (laughs) That is is a crazy amount to me. Imagine just losing that. Like, that's just out of your bank account. Like... For 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 something as as silly as punching a guy in the face who saw you coming, like it's, I don't know, man. That's crazy. I see why. Like, um, I I read the I just read the headline after it happened of uh, our GM Brad Trilliving saying that he vehemently disagreed with the suspension. <laughs> I was like, okay, here's his quote. Here's his quote. We've got the utmost respect for George Peros and the Department of Player Safety. But on this one, we vehemently disagree. Yeah. <laughs> See, like, just just without reading it, I was just like, um, I, I I read the headline and I was like, okay, big words here, vehemently, and then, but yeah, I vehemently disagree with this with this suspension after seeing all the facts. Like, this is this is crazy. I can't believe that they would do that about it. Yeah, I think the four minute the four minute penalty. Yeah, uh, the right call by the on ice officiating, and that's all. It, that's all I think it deserved. Yeah, but um, got a report from Lucic today. Mm-hmm. Uh, he promises never to shy away from an on on ice altercation. Um, perhaps maybe going a little lighter on them <laughs> was a quote uh, that came. <laughs> <out today. laughs> but he's. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how lighter he could have gotten. Yeah. There. Right. Like he. I. I mean. I guess. Like he, a punch in the face is a punch. In, like you got to punch the guy in the face. That's what fighting is, right? Yeah. So, like, what else could he do? Grab him by the collar and just mean stare him. Like, just mean mug him. 
but <laughs> that's not going to be effective. I, I love that though. This, this is why I'm happy with the Milan Lucic, James Neal trade, right? Like, like I've been saying this whole time, both teams got what they needed from that trade. And, uh, and you know, Milan Lucic got a lot of respect from his teammates and from the fans uh, with that, right? Like he's yeah. at, at this point, he's paying to, to be a Calgary flame. And the guys in the room, like understand that. Yeah. They respect yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Cause this is affecting his bottom line. Now this is affecting him financially. Right. Yeah. Um, I got a, another a quote point. from, I got another quote here from Lucic. Look up the defi- definition of a sucker punch. My, my arm didn't cock back or anything. It was more of a, sh- a forearm shiver that rode up into his head. We can go find videos of real sucker punches and compare them to that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's, that's definitely a head scratcher, a head scratcher for sure. Yeah. Uh, but you know, that's not to say that the guys at player safety aren't doing their jobs. They are doing their jobs. Um, Cause uh, it was, it was cool like this, that this happened. It was weird that this happened the other day in a Hawks game. Uh, it was against the LA Kings. Corey Crawford got, had a, took a shot to the head and then um, he let in two kind of shaky goals. And so the ref actually skated to the bench and told them to pull Crawford so that he could go into the quiet room and they could observe him. And they brought Leonard in for five minutes and then they brought Crawford back out. So like it, it was just like a weird sequence, but it was cool. It's good to see that they're you know, they're on it. Yeah, yeah, they're on it, and they're making sure that their concussion spotters are actually looking mm-hmm. and making sure that you know uh, they're 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 keeping the players safe and yeah, yeah. So that that's that's good, but in this case, yeah, the, the player safety messed up in 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 this case specifically. And so the guys the guys at uh, at TSN they they. They at the very least understood why it was a two, a two game suspension, mm-hmm. because they, I mean, their point is that the game has changed from what we grew up with. What yeah, it's gotten it's soft. Well, that well, th- I mean, that's the thing is like that's that's a rule. Like that's a uh, like you don't fuck with your goalie. Mm-hmm. Like that's and if you do, then ex- you have to expect retaliation exactly yeah like that's 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 the whole thing the goalie can't defend himself yeah right so there's an honor code there if you're digging at the goaltender expect to get a punch in the face like what like or at least a face wash like you know yeah face wash is like the you know the the minimum that you would get right so there's just no there's 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 no uh I don't know, man. That's that's weird. I mean, I guess they could. I guess they they're they're talking about how you see his head cock back, but I mean, he was fine. He got back in the game. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a kid. He's gonna learn his lesson. You don't poke the goalie when he makes a save. Oh man, I think he learned his lesson pretty <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you got to look at who you're playing with and who's on the ice, right? Yeah. Lucic patrolling out there. You don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> he skates by me. I say, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me get out of your way, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, let's move on. Um, what else we got? Oh, so something uh, I've been kind of been discussing for a while now with a, a few friends over here mm-hmm. <clears throat> we love we love the three-on-three overtime action we've been getting the last couple of years yes sir and uh there's been like a pretty lively debate on what whether or not the nhl should reconsider its overtime format so for a bit of context um i mean when we were kids it was Five minute overtime, five on five, and then it ends in a tie. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know, ten years ago, maybe a little bit more, um, they introduced the shootout, 
And that was incredibly exciting. Remember about like back in the day, uh, Martin St. Louis doing like spinoramas. Oh yeah. <laughs> Has it been 10 years it's that they've been, introduced the shootout? I can't, I, I, I'm estimating, but it's been about that. I think. No way. That's crazy. Yeah. We're getting old, man. Oh God. Um, but what was it? Two years ago, they introduced three on three uh, overtime, five minutes of three on three overtime, and uh, and and then if that isn't finished, then they go to a, a shootout. And so this weekend, um, we had an incredible uh, shootout game between Philly and the Leafs that went I don't know eleven rounds, mm-hmm. and it was like spectacular goaltending, great goals, like really exciting. Um, and then just also before that, we had a, uh, an incredible end-to-end three-on-three uh, overtime with uh, Edmonton and Pittsburgh. Yeah. And so, like, the question I have for you, I guess, is should should the NHL just continue to run three-on-three until someone scores? Just put an end to the shootout? Or does the shootout still make sense? Uh, no, yes, put put the put an end to the shootout. But before I get into it, it's it's been it's been fourteen years. Fourteen. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> they introduced it in the oh five oh six season. Yeah, dude, that just I feel so old right now. What the hell? Yeah, man. And we're not even that old. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. Uh. Sorry. Back to it shootouts uh screw them yeah fuck them i i don't like them i love them but the the i don't individual i mean at the time when they were introduced i thought they were so exciting yeah but the reliance on an individual player to to get you a point i'm not a fan of yeah i don't like it i don't like it if if it's not if it's not flames habs or hawks in a shootout i turn it off as soon as it goes into the shootout i turn it off i i switch games like I can't stand it. It's 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 so boring, and uh, the players basically try the same things over and over again. <laughs> and yeah, when you get to a point where it's like eleven friggin' players, just that's well, that's it gets exciting much. because then you get you get into defensemen. <laughs> I mean, and yeah, sure. No idea what they're gonna try. I remember uh, one year when Sheldon Surrey was still playing for the Habs. He was coming in on a shootout. Just and blasted he just, it. Right? He, well, he winds up to blast it. Yeah. And, like the goalie flinches and then he dekes him and sc- scores. <laughs> like Sheldon Surrey does not have hands to be deking. Well, to be honest, yeah, I, I do. Rem- do you remember the Schlemko? No. You don't remember the Schlemko? Oh, he's the one that, that just came in and, and slapped it. No, he, he, like, he was one of the first to. Um, go one way, like drag the goalie out and then bring the puck back across his body and tap it in behind the goaltender. Oh yeah. 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 He did that in the shootout and he was a def- for the Calgary flames. Like that happened a few years ago. I can, I would always, I always remember that because uh, yeah, I was still in university and we were watching it at a bar and uh, everybody was losing their minds because <laughs> that, that held up to be the game winner. But but anyway, yeah, like other than that, it's just like like you said in that game against in the Toronto Philly game, like you could have played 11 rounds, you could have played two overtime periods. Yeah. Right? Just yep. just 3 on 3 until it's over. And and so like that's the other thing is like you don't need 10 minutes. I don't think it'll go to 10 minutes of 3 on 3. Like it'll end before that. Yeah. Yeah, I I was actually I was having a I was having this discussion a little bit with um, with one of our colleagues on the on the hockey podcast network, uh, John Boutin, I think. I I, I hope he's French. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Boutin sounds better than Boutin, so hopefully yeah. it's Boutin. But uh, he's he's the um, he's the Edmonton Oilers uh, podcaster there, and yeah, we were chatting about it because he made a good point, right? Like it doesn't make sense that you're rewarding a team that you know barely scrapes by and somehow if it goes into extra time it becomes a three-point game yeah like that doesn't make sense well if it was right, a regular 
Yeah, when they introduced that, I like 15, 14 years ago, yeah. I was confused. Um, yeah. you should they should have made regular um regular time wins worth three. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that that's another Valid. thing that he talked about was that you could do three three points for a regulation win, two points for a, an overtime, and then one for the shootout or for the for for the overtime loss. Yeah. And maybe that would make more sense. But then do you want to reward a team for losing in overtime? And like th- that just has so many ramifications for how the standings would look. Yeah. And if every team gets three points for a win and zero for, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like it would be harder. You wouldn't see the, um, I mean, the St. Louis fighting back from last place to Stanley Cup champion last year was mm-hmm. incredibly improbable, but that would be even more improbable. Because I feel like if you dug yourself a hole in the standings, it'd be extremely difficult to get back. Florida certainly wouldn't be where they are right now if that were the case. All of yeah. all, like most of their points are from overtime losses. Like the Florida Panthers? Yeah, right now. Really? This season, yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I it doesn't really make sense to me that the. Over, when it becomes overtime, it, it becomes a three-point game. But I feel like it's just easier to 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 change to to drop the shootout and just make it three-on-three overtime until it's over. It's more exciting for the fans too. Yeah, right. Like it was it was great when when the shootout was first introduced. Right. It was novel. It was like yeah. you know it was pretty neat. And the, I mean the reasoning was to make it more entertaining for the fans, which I mean it mm-hmm. was. It was great. Yeah, but I think we've found something much more entertaining. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and we only get five minutes of it. Bullshit. Yeah. No, give me more. Yeah. Yeah. Give me more of the McDavid Drysital back and forth passes down the ice, even though it drives me completely <clears throat> insane. <laughs> against against Crosby and and Melkin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would love to see that, and I would also love to see them lose. But you know. <laughs> um, that's not something that's happening this year no nope. very often but but yeah i don't I, I i think yeah i think you need to i think they need to get rid of the shootouts it's just it's boring it's way past its you know relevance i should, I, I i would say and uh yeah three on three is just way better yeah i was actually i was actually saying you should if i were a coach in the nhl um, it would be three on three until the game was over and then mandatory bag skate in the morning for not ending the game in regulation. <laughs> <laughs> Rewarding the other team with an extra point. <laughs> I feel Man. like that's, uh, that'd be very Mike Keenan of me to do. I'm glad you're not my coach. <laughs> Dude, I'd have no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> Just uh, you know, get pucks deep and uh, yeah. <laughs> throw it out, <laughs> kick it out to a uh, high slot, and uh, you know, just get open out there and uh... Pelling's down. He got hit yeah, in the anyways. face. Oh no! Was it a sucker punch? <laughs> no, and <laughs> he got hit with a puck or a stick. He's holding his oh. ear anyway. Ooh, but Petrie's falling off. I just saw him. Oh, I just. Oh man, your stream is way faster than mine. Finally, I can spoil a game for you. Yeah, right. <laughs> My um, blue curve TV is being stupid. I just got uh, one more thing on my list that we might want to talk about. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's some comments today from True Doughty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doing a little bit of backpedaling. Mm-hmm. About his comments uh, regarding the <laughs> 8-1 loss to the Vancouver Canucks. Yeah. Um, do you want to give some context for that? Yeah, I mean, uh, they they lost. I think it was actually eight to two. And was it eight to two? I think it was. Oh, I think. <laughs> okay, I'll give you that. That, but but uh, let me just make sure. Um, but yeah, so after after a, a game where basically they were blown 
out by the Vancouver Canucks. Drew Doughty is uh, talking to a reporter and he says he's just, you know, blowing off steam, showing his frustration, saying a team, we shouldn't like be that. losing eight to two to a team like that. <laughs> All right. Now, what does that make you think as a Vancouver well, fan or as a, what's he talking about? I, I think, I think it was, so this, this happened on October 9th. It was a long time ago. Yeah, it was Vancouver's home opener. Yeah, it was Vancouver's. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. He did throw some shade on that too a little bit, right? Because yeah. he was like, oh yeah, I know it was their home opener. I know they were they pumped had... up because of the, all the captain stuff they had going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, we shouldn't lose to a team like that. Yeah, we shouldn't lose to a team like that. So, yeah, I mean, if I were a Canucks fan, yeah, I'd, I'd take that personally, right? Because what what does that what does that imply? It means that he's saying that his backpedal today. He was saying that he meant that a team that young shouldn't be beating a veteran team like theirs eight to two, and uh, that it's unacceptable that they would be blown up by any team, let alone a young team like Vancouver. <laughs> but I mean, like. Okay, so two sides of the coin, right? First of all, guy was blowing off steam. He was just, you know, being candid. He was just saying what he was answering a question. He was yeah. giving his honest opinion. And, uh, and I like that. But at the same time, if those were your thoughts, you should stick with those thoughts. You know what I mean? Don't don't backtrack now and say and try to give it context because like there was no there, there's no context there. Like you blowing <laughs> off steam, you didn't even say anything about how they were a young team or we're an old team. We shouldn't be losing to to any team like that. Like you said, we shouldn't be losing to a team like that. Yeah. What does that emphasis mean? emphasis on that? Yeah. <clears throat> and so <clears throat> that's some pretty to, uh, pretty stiff locker room material. Yeah. Credit to Vancouver Canucks PR. Uh, they jumped on it, and I'm sure they can. Uh, I'm sure they can uh, thank the Carolina Hurricanes for this. They jumped on it, and you know, made the uh, made T-shirts yeah. that that say "Team like that" with the Canucks uh, symbol, right? Yeah, I might get one next time I go to a game. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, yeah, I I think that's great. It 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 uh, fosters that. A bit extra bit of divisional rivalry, right? You know the I mean, it, credit to Vancouver for actually making him meet his words. Yeah, that too. They beat him again uh, the the second time that they were they were there. Boston just scored. Yeah, I'm um, not acknowledging it. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, credit to credit to Vancouver for they've been good this year, man. Yeah, they're looking real good this year. Real good. Nine, three, and two. It's, it's crazy. Why is it that every time we talk about the Vancouver Canucks, Sterling is not around? It's like he plans it or something. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, it, it's crazy how, how much of a difference JT Miller has made, how much of a difference um, their, their defense has, has, has made, right? Oh, yeah. Their defense was, was just terrible. Oh, dude, <laughs> I don't awful. know how else to describe it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah last year yeah last year it was just god awful but the additions of ben and myers ben um, in in a very specific role sixth right? third or, pairing yeah, third third pairing um and and that's montreal is kind of missing him on in terms of his uh his penalty kill ability he's a great penalty killer yeah um, but yeah in his he's third pairing Third pairing is where he belongs. <laughs> oh, Julian. Yeah. Marc Bergevin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Pedersen, Brock Besser has, has, has turned it around. Um, if Bo Horvat has, Horvat has been, been motivated by that C on his, on, on the front of his jersey. For me. Yeah. Yeah. JT Miller is, uh, is, has just been exactly what they needed that mm -hmm. top six winger. 
just like Neil in, in Edmonton, but I'd argue JT Miller is, has been, has made more of an impact than, well, he has. And yeah. I, I'm not arguing that he has, it's fact. So, so yeah, 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 yeah. Credit to them for, for, for making Doughty eat his words. And, uh, you know, he did threaten that, uh, he feels that the media mis misconstrued his, his comments. Um, and I, I think he's, he's upset because of this and there was a the whole Kachuk ordeal and, and now this is <laughs> happening. So I think he's, he's a little fed up with, uh, with the media right now, but, uh, yeah. Hey man, like I, I hope he doesn't stop being candid. Yeah. Keep being you. I love Doty. Maybe move to, um, a more competitive climate. <laughs> yeah. 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 Maybe, uh, maybe move to, to a team that's actually good. And remember, remember when, uh, teams would just dread going into California. Yeah. I don't think that's the case right now. I mean, it's still a tough road swing. Yeah. That California roadie is tough. Yeah. Cause you know, these, these teams are still tough, but, um, but yeah, that you're right. The, 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 the used, to be a three game, used to be a three game lo- losing streak. Yeah. Now you take a road trip. Out. Yeah. 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 That's not really the case anymore. Yeah. So yeah, I'd like to see him. I do like Drew Doughty. I mean, he's, he's always been a beauty to me. I, I, I really, I really like the way he plays and I love how candid he is um, with his interviews and, and stuff, but he, he is a bit of a diva, <laughs> you know? Um, you know, he has, uh, he talks about all the rivalries that he has with, with certain teams to, to, uh, to get himself going. But, uh, you know, I, I feel like you should just be able to get yourself going regardless of who you play because you want to win the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, um, sticking with, with the Kings though, or do you have any other thoughts on, on Dowdy? Nope. nope. That's, that's good. Okay. Um, yeah, sticking with the Kings, there there have been some rumors that uh, they might be looking into moving Tyler Toffoli. He's on the last year of his uh, 4.6 million contract. He'll be an unrestricted free agent this year, at the end of this year. Uh, intriguing. Mm-hmm. I'd I'd like Toffoli in my top six. Oh, maybe maybe third pairing, or I mean third third line. Um, I don't know if specifically Calgary. But any team that's looking for, you know, secondary scoring would, I think he'd be, uh, he'd be a good target. You know, um, do you have any thoughts on where he could fit in? Where would be a good spot for him? San Jose could use him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think, I don't think he's going interdivision. No, 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 he won't. Well, maybe depends on their playoff position, I suppose. Because I mean, yeah, I don't know. Who would, if, I mean, who would be looking to pick him up? Unrestricted next year, so yeah. he's a rental. Mm-hmm. Maybe the Avs. Maybe the Avs. Yeah, they've been decimated with injuries. Maybe Columbus. Yeah, try to convince him to stay. <laughs> <laughs> that's been working out for him <laughs> um if buffalo ends up dropping off mm-hmm. who, yeah buffalo could use one more for their top six they got uh Sabotka playing with uh johansson and skinner so defoli could fit right in there instead of Saboka. yeah yeah, that'd be uh, that'd be a good spot for him too. I mean, if New, Jer- if New Jersey turns it around, maybe Jersey might be looking for a guy like that. Yeah, yeah, intriguing. It, uh, I'll definitely be keeping an eye on it. I think it'll be uh, it's an interesting spot because they've been talking about moving him. You're hungry for hockey time. talk trade watch, yeah, Grant. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, you know, speaking of New Jersey again, 
um, since you brought them up. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, <laughs> what do we feel about uh, Taylor, Hall? Taylor Hall? His comments I, on... What, what were his comments? I haven't heard them. Oh, you haven't heard them? No. So he... A couple games ago against uh, Tampa, he was... It was an overtime. It was following an overtime loss at the Tampa Bay Lightning. He said, we're kind of battling our own fans right now. We were one <laughs> for three on the power play and we are getting booed. It's a tie game. We are getting booed. <laughs> he is not having a good time there. He added that he doesn't want to let being booed affect him, but admitted sometimes it does. <laughs> <laughs> He's really not having a good time there. Is, I, I'm, just, I'm just imagining, like, just, is he getting flashbacks to, to Edmonton? <laughs> to just Edmonton? Like, <laughs> yeah, poor guy. Like, yeah, sorry, and you know what? I, around. yeah, I, I, I agree with him. You, you, your fans shouldn't be booing you, especially if you're one for three on the power play. Uh, it's a tie game against the best, one of the best teams in the league. Like, you know, I know New Jersey's been losing a lot, like a lot, a lot, <laughs> but you know, you gotta, you're there to motivate your team, right? You're not there to, but again, fans pay for for uh you know they pay for their tickets so they can do whatever they want and um yeah i'm all for fans booing their team when they're playing bad but you know yeah if it's a tie game you want to be cheering for them right but, but like if they're i mean if they're if they're particularly having a, a very shitty power play yeah or their power play like montreal's power play last year if mm-hmm. it's if, it, if it's just stopped or if it if if they were not doing well in any given on any in any given day, yeah, I would have been booing them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. Get it together. Yeah, exactly. That's so all. today he doubles down. Take note, Drew Doughty. The media can make can make whatever they want out of it. I was just trying to say that getting booed sucks. Anytime you're playing on home ice, you always want to play well in front of your fans, and that was basically about it. So, you know, good on him for, for, for sticking with, with, his, um, with his original, you know, comments. And, uh, but I don't think he's staying in New Jersey. I don't think he's going to sign an extension there. I don't see that happening. Not right now, anyway. Yeah. Because I think just this, the way the season has started has shown him all he needs to know yeah. about the New Jersey Devils. There's just... I mean, unless they can make a swing for a top-tier goaltender, like Mackenzie Blackwood isn't the answer. Yeah. <laughs> Corey Schneider is not even a player anymore. <laughs> um, oh, God. Eight games played for Mackenzie Blackwood. He's 319 goals against average, 878 save percentage. Here's one. I'm thinking about is uh, Thatcher Demko is getting pretty close to being ready to crack that Vancouver Canucks lineup, mm-hmm. like taking taking over. Mm-hmm. Um, what happens with Markstrom? One A one B. If they're smart, if they're smart, it'll be one A one B. Or will New Jersey try to go after another Vancouver Canuck goaltender? Hmm. Who would out- they? Who well, they, 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 they have to give up quite a bit. To go after Markstrom? What's, I uh, think so. Yeah. I think so. Markstrom's a good goaltender right now. No, I, I agree with you. Yeah. Friggin' Sterling snaked me on that draft. Snake <laughs> <laughs> yeah. of the snack. Well, he, he picked him a little high, that's all. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, uh... There's, there's really nothing. If I were New Jersey, there's nothing I'd be willing to give up to get. Right. So Markstrom, that's the thing. Markstrom's a UFA uh, next year. Oh, I see. He's on an expiring contract this year. Uh, yeah. I, 
Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm thinking right now. I'm like, if I were Ray Shiro, what would I do? You could like just try to wait out and say like, try to convince Hall to sign by saying, "Oh, we're gonna try to convince <laughs> Markstrom to sign next year in in the off season." <laughs> it's it's not really. They're in a tight. They're in a tough situation, man. Like I I don't. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe he will stay. Right? He does like playing with Jack Hughes. Um, Hughes. Hughes, Hughes is, is starting to, to heat up a, a little bit. So, PK, PK won't be as bad as he, as he has been. Yeah, where has PK gone? Yeah. I, like if, he, if, if Hall leaves, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm so sad for PK because like he's stuck there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's like, and, and it hasn't even been like they've shown any sign of good chemistry between the two of them, you know? Like they haven't been really connecting on, on many goals. Yeah. Right. So PK hasn't uh, been connecting on much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the deal is with, with, I think, yeah, I don't know what the deal is with PK. He, uh, he gelled really well in Nashville, um, when he got traded there. And yeah, he just hasn't found his footing, I guess, yet. I thought he'd be so stoked to be the number one guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking too. But he just well, they got hasn't... they got Severson playing with him. Yeah, who's more defensively minded? Um, and Vatanen has taken his top spot on the his spot on the top power play unit. So, oh really? Um, yeah, yeah. He got a goal today, actually, too. Vatanen, or no, no, just an assist. So fantasy owners keep that keep that in mind. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's uh, it, it's still early. It's still early. We'll we'll see how we'll see how the game goes or how the season goes for them. You know, there's still some time for them to make it up <laughs> in the standings. Starting your uh, Taylor Hall watch on Hungry for Hockey Talks trade watch. Yes, they've got three games in hand on most other people. They've only played 12 games. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> they're five. Uh, they're three, four, five, and four. Yeah. 10 points. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. I think we uh, 12 games. We'll see how that goes. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> Lots going on. Well, I don't think I've got anything else. I'm. I'm satiated. Yes. I'm full. I hope <laughs> the rest of you are full with our incessant rambling. If you're still here, thank you for listening. We appreciate give us, your uh, Give us your opinions on, uh, on what you think about that Lucic situation or what do you think about uh, ending the shootout? Yeah. Yeah. If you're actually listening, please <laughs> reach out. <laughs> We'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at uh, hungryforhockeytalk at gmail.com or uh, contact us directly on Twitter at HFHTPodcast. Tweet at us. Tweet at us. At us, bro. And, and sisses. And uh, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. We'd, we'd love to engage with you guys. Um, we do so much appreciate you guys listening to our, to our episode every week. And uh, yeah, we love you. We appreciate you. Stay hungry out there. Give us a follow at HFXT Podcast. We'd love to talk to you. But Bring yeah, up. I think that's it. Oh yeah, share. Share our, <laughs> our, our episodes. If you like our episodes with, uh, with your friends, your family. Yeah. Bring your mom. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much. Love you. Bye. Take it easy.